This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, whores? We're back with another episode. Oh my god. <laughs> what a horrible way to start off the episode. Okay, well, if this word. is your first episode... Go watch a different one first. I so. couldn't think of a word. I was going to say mother truckers, then I was going to say party people, and I feel like I already used both of those, but I want to make it fun. So she called us all whores. Yeah, okay, that's just so like my favorite word. You're not a whore. You're a beautiful human being. Okay, well, that's Gabby. And you're Lexi. And, and we're, we're the Fuller sisters. <laughs> I thought I'd mix it up a little bit today. Instead of introducing I me, got, I'll introduce you. I mean, yeah, I was just thrown off. I wasn't ready for it. I didn't know how to respond. Okay, anyway... Okay. Today's episode is going to be all about money, baby. It's not a, it is about the money, money, money. Okay, so I'm going to interject here and put our intro music so you don't have to listen to Gabby sing. <laughs> Orders up. The scoop is hot and ready to be served. Chicken noodle scoop. So before we jump into the episode, you guys know the drill. Let's talk about the weekly scoop. So I'm going to go first this week for once. Yeah, I feel like you what never What happened do. this week? Well, I cut my own curtain bangs. Video coming soon on that. Oh, you didn't post and it yet? And Gabby coached... No. Gabby coached me through the whole thing, so go watch that. It'll they be out... out pretty good. I was pleasantly surprised. It'll be out surprised. Wednesday. You're listening to this episode on Monday. The episode comes... Or the YouTube video comes out on Wednesday. So, yes. Curtain bangs happened um it has been raining non-stop literally all week so i have done nothing i have like two exams every week so as usual i've been studying inside but it's october baby so i've been watching fall movies i watched halloween town today i watched the haunted mansion today and then i was just watching old youtube vlogs that i've already seen so that i could get some work done but i really truly think that that's it that has happened this week big brother had a triple eviction that's like the most excitement that happened in my week so okay go Mm. ahead (laughs) Um, let's see. Oh, it was my period week, and for some reason, it kicked my butt. I always have, like, decent cramps, like, the first day, maybe the, like, first and second day, but my cramps were so bad, and then this, I think it was, like, the second day, no, the third day of my period, which normally mine's only bad for, like, the first day, maybe two, I could not function. I wanted to get so much done, and I just literally laid on the couch the entire day. I couldn't get up. I had no motivation. I literally felt like I, I don't know, someone just like sucked all the energy out of me. So we love being a girl. But then I like went to bed early and I woke up Friday and I had a great day. So we've been good ever since then. So today's Saturday when we're filming this. Um, I don't know why you needed that piece of information, but I was just letting you know. Other than that, it's my typical week. I had a pretty relaxed social media week. I didn't really have much to do. I was super ahead on a lot of videos. So I didn't really have much to edit or anything. So I just kind of got my week on track or my month on track. Now that we're, I can't believe we're in October. I swear it's like March day 45. Actually, it would be way more than that. It's like March day 105. But yeah, so I wanted to like kind of regroup, plan out my October, plan out some videos. We go to Camp Geneva next weekend. So I'm just kind of getting stuff in line for that. And 
that's pretty much it. Nothing too excited this week, I don't think. Did anything happen? I, I forgot a bunch so. of stuff in mine. This is why I don't go first, because then I forget everything. Oh, this is what so, I was going to talk about, too. Okay, go. No, go ahead. Finish. Um, I gave <laughs> Emma Chamberlain's new podcast, Anything Goes, a try. Love it. She is so just like... Her other one seemed so structured and so not like her, so then I literally never listened again. But her new one, Anything Goes, is just... She's just very genuine, raw. Really love it. So if you're looking for another new podcast, obviously besides ours... Go give Anything Goes by Emma Chamberlain a shot because I really enjoy it. I haven't even listened to it yet, but yes, I need to do that. I'm back in my um, my favorite murder grind and listening to those because it's spooky season and, and I haven't listened in a while. But things I forgot about in my weekly scoop. One, I just switched editing softwares to the one that Gabby uses. She's been helping me with that and I filmed a fall haul video that literally took hours. So this was a very social media heavy week for me. I don't even know why, but I feel like that's all I've been doing. And second one is that Lola had to get a cone and had to, I had to take her to the emergency vet last week because one of her nails bent at the base and they had to sedate her, cut the whole thing off, wrap it up, put her in a cone. We had to give her pain meds, but she is good as new and laying on my lap right now. But yeah, that was sad to have her in a cone. She actually handled it really well. I was worried that she would hate it and like want to rip it off, but she kind of just didn't even let it bother her so that was good but okay that's all I'm still in a rental car they're fixing my car from the accident I still have no idea when I'm gonna get my car back but I've been looking at some new hybrid SUVs not you new they're used but I possibly maybe might I might the car I'm looking at is a Kia it is an SUV and it is a hybrid I just need to go look at it in person and see if I really want to make that leap in that investment right now we will see. But that's it for the weekly scoop on my end. Are you done? Yeah, I got nothing else to talk about. It was a very boring week. My period, like every day just blended together. My period really got the best of me this week. Hmm. Okay. So nothing too exciting. Well, let's jump in to the main chunk of this episode, and that is let's talk all about money. <laughs> So we've gotten requests separately on our different social media channels to talk about like our streams of income and how we save and budget. So we were like, why don't we just do a whole episode around money? People don't like to talk about money. It's like taboo I know, it's for a lot a of people. It's a taboo subject, which I don't understand. Like, why is it such a secret in like when literally money, unfortunately, is literally everything like to do no, anything see, in life. You need money and it's it's not everything, but you know, like it's such a it's something that involves it's a everyone. tangible item so it's like why do we care not to talk about it right why it's I, yeah i don't literally mean everything i think i meant it's more everywhere like it's such money a, is everywhere yeah and yes, it's not something that money does not define success happiness anything like that so it's like why don't we just talk about it as what right. it is like a sense of currency and that's literally it you can be successful and investing all your money and not be rich like i don't know i just there's other ways that you can be successful, rich, and happy besides having like a large savings account. But we wanted to walk you through how we save money, how we budget, what our experiences have been like with money growing up, and our different streams of income. Because I know it's interesting, especially Gabby doing social media for a full-time job. People want to know like how can you sustain a lifestyle like that. So... And then from my perspective, how you can start growing your social media to start making money, even if it's not a lot of money, still 
it's all fun things so we're gonna go all the way back to 1998 when gabby was born no i'm just kidding we're not gonna go all the way back there (laughs) but we're gonna start from when we were kids and how we kind of viewed money i think i just want to start off by saying i mean if you listen to our assumptions we were a trust fund baby we were born into money yeah right totally kidding not even close (laughs) i was just gonna say that we were very middle class our parents were both teachers growing up and i mean we definitely were very blessed and privileged growing up we were never like hurting for money but it's not like we were just like getting money thrown at us so i think that all of our friends always had more money than our families did yeah we were but it was never we never saw an issue with it we never really cared about that or anything like that from the very beginning yeah and we were always taught like i guess to work for our money so we never had allowances as kids um i just remember vividly we would always just save up like from our birthday every year that money would last us like anytime we wanted Mm -hmm. to spend money like i had an envelope yes we both did in the counter in the kitchen and I would put every single dollar that I ever got for my birthday, from the tooth fairy, from literally everything. And I would in save it in that envelope. <laughs> yeah. Also in my Always. envelope were my Chuck E. Cheese tickets and coins that I saved <laughs> to go back and get a bigger item and things like that. But yes, we both had, we called it the envelopes with our names in the cupboard. <laughs> and that is what we did to save money as kids. So even when we were younger, we were just, we, I, I don't know about you, Gab, but I get exhilarated when I save money like when I get to put money into my savings account or like even just know that I'm not spending it and I'm making it I I don't know I've always been the type to have multiple jobs and we'll get to that but I love saving money which it used to be really bad we'll talk about like when I was an undergrad and I like literally wouldn't even spend money on like fast food if I wanted it because I wanted to save so bad but yes so growing up we were always just savers yeah if we Like, if we were with our parents at the mall or whatever, they would obviously pay for our things. But, like, if we ever went with our friends, I feel like we always, that's what we saved our money up for. Like, we didn't, wouldn't ask them to, you know what I mean? Like, give us money to go out and do something. Like, obviously, there would be times where they would. But a lot of the times, that's what we saved our money up for. So, I feel like early on, without even, like, really knowing, we just learned budgeting and saving and, like, all of that from a very early age which I'm so thankful for because now it's just like second nature well yeah we were always like okay how much how many gift cards and how much money do we have in the cupboard in our envelope let's make this last until our next birthday so that we can do it all over again so it's almost like wouldn't be surprised if I still have an envelope somewhere at home oh probably (laughs) but yeah so like she said we I don't think I've ever recalled a time asking my parents for money even now I don't like asking anybody for money or anything Mm -hmm. um I like being financially independent I like supporting myself with my own money it just feels better to buy things with my own money than it does to receive it from someone else's money I don't know but yeah so I would say do you have anything else to add from childhood not like from early childhood but that moves into we both got jobs as soon as we were 16 and as soon as we were able to that was pretty enforced in our household that like once you're 16 you can drive yourself actually no I couldn't even drive myself yet I think dad took me to work but we both got jobs as soon as we were 16 and before that we had like odd jobs like I feel like grandma Chris always had like odd jobs Mm -hmm. like in her adult life so we were always like helping with the garage sale or like doing a lemonade stand or like selling bracelets or I was gonna say making jewelry making jewelry selling bracelets entrepreneurs from age five baby (laughs) babysitting like just jobs like that to have random streams of income and I don't know about you but I have always had more than one even if it was so negligible more than one stream of income just because it made me feel 
better, I guess, <laughs> to do that. But so my first job and the love job of my life, <laughs> Arby's. <laughs> I worked at Arby's for like three years. It became my favorite fast food. It like I love my Arby's fam. I'm sure none of them listen to this podcast, but like we had <laughs> such no a point. fun group of coworkers. Everybody was so different. I feel like I learned so much about just like diversity and just I, those are people that I would have never just been friends with outside of work but because of work I made so many just random friends and I learned so much about customer service and oh let me tell you a funny story so my third day of work I got thrown on the cashier line in a very busy lunch so if you don't know Erie I worked at an Arby's that was near the local amusement park and in and the beaches and in the summer it got slammed for lunch and it was literally my third day of work and my manager threw me on the front lines to start I sound like I'm going to war to start like serving and taking <laughs> orders and this woman got so mad that it took so long for her sandwich which wasn't even my fault I was taking orders I, it wasn't my job to deliver her sandwich to her she threw it at me and I cried so that was a good learning lesson for me at Arby's but I made minimum wage and I literally just saved 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 we got paid every two weeks and it felt like so much money when I was 16 but looking back now I'm like but I mean that is what built my savings account even now there's so much just Arby's money that I saved at that point See, but we bought our own opposite. cars so I also got a job at Arby's when I was 16 and I think I worked a two-hour shift a week so my exactly. paycheck every two weeks was like $30. <laughs> and then she worked like one month and then quit. I worked a month and then I quit. That just, that wasn't the job for me. It was also, I worked not in summer and that Arby's was kind of in a not so nice part of town that there would be so many like scary drug addicts off the street and that would terrify me. And I didn't really feel comfortable. Like it wasn't, how do I explain it? It just wasn't the nicest Arby's in the city. We no. went to that one because we knew the managers. We knew the people working there. Like, we knew that we would get hired right away. But I just didn't feel comfortable. Wasn't a big fan. Didn't last long. I worked for a month. I quit and I babysat instead. But it was like a, a good babysitting job where it was, it was the high school baseball coach. So I would go right from school, go to babysit the two kids for like, I don't even know how long, like two or three hours. And then I would go home and be like twice a week or something. And that was so much better to me than Arby's. But one time we got locked out of the house in the middle of winter. And it was snowing and I was just outside with the two kids stranded. <laughs> but oh that's besides the point. <laughs> so yeah, we both had jobs right when we were 16, saved our money. We had um, our grandparents always gave us like savings bonds and money as kids. So yeah, that's the money we used to buy our own cars. Obviously, our parents helped out when it comes to that too. And they always, up until now, because we are still on our parents' insurance, all of like that stuff, our phone bills, our insurance what else our car insurance like stuff like that they still cover yeah but that's like their choice we have offered i'm still honestly, in it school, helps out so. lower their insurance and stuff so yeah we both financially could do that and i'm sure we will probably in the very near future but i'm still in school so i'm still covered under like their health insurance and everything like that and because i still am a student i get really good rates if i am under their insurance so that's why we're still on their plans and with phone bills too i just feel like it's easier to be on their phone bills just because we're all like in a family plan yeah. and those are more expensive when you're on your own so yeah we're all on like the same plan for that stuff but so moving on high school we always just worked. I worked at Arby's. Gabby worked random side jobs. We saved up for gas. Our parents food. did when we first see, but when we first got our cars, our parents did pay for gas a lot. 
They paid for your gas. They paid for my gas for a very small amount. And then as soon as I got a job, I paid for my own gas. So don't even go there. Obviously, oh. <laughs> my, they would get us like gas cards every now and then. But would fill up my tank like once every four months because I didn't drive anywhere. Yeah. So then moving into college, I worked multiple jobs in undergrad, especially. I Let's see. Let's recount my jobs. I was a like home caregiver for a family with a child with autism i worked at a catering business where i worked a bunch of weddings and banquets i was a hostess at a breakfast restaurant i worked as a brand ambassador for kaplan test prep what else did i do in undergrad i literally had like nine jobs and usually it was like two or three at a time and then i babysat and i still babysit for them when i'm in dental school but yeah and then towards the end of undergrad is when I started bartending and that is what I did oh, let's see January of 2018 until quarantine happened I worked at that bar so again just a bunch of jobs um I did have a savings from working at Arby's all throughout high school but I wanted to keep working because I enjoyed building my savings and I knew that once dental school came around I wasn't going to have as much time to work. So in undergrad, when I did have time, I tried to build that savings account as much as I could. So yeah, that was that. Gabby started doing social media in college, right? I was going to say, yeah. Other than that, I didn't have... After Arby's, I didn't technically have a real job, except when it came to Top Gun. So freshman year, I don't think I worked at all. I was still getting kind of used to living away from my family. That, And I also had cheerleading that I literally didn't have time to have a job. So I just had money saved up that I used for that. I obviously had like a meal plan with school. So that made it a lot easier because all of my food was pretty much fully covered. So I didn't really have many expenses anyway that I didn't really need to worry about my finances much freshman year. And then starting like the end of my freshman year into sophomore year, I started making social media money. Nothing too crazy, just a little bit here and there. And then it really picked up my junior year and then my senior year I was basically making like a full-time living while still in college so that definitely picked up towards the end of my college career so that like set me off to my post-grad life now but I guess while we were in college I only lived in a dorm my freshman year you lived in a dorm two years three years so I lived in a dorm freshman year and then sophomore year I was just gonna say this is a tip to save money in college I was an RA so my living expenses were completely covered because I was an RA and my meal plan was half off so that was a huge money saver uh, my sophomore year of college and then I moved out to an apartment off campus to try to get residency for school as a New York resident because I was originally from Pennsylvania so that is what I did but like she said the meal plan it was expensive but I think it was so worth it because I didn't have to worry about like paying for meals it was already like okay you have this many meal credits go ball out and get an expensive meal and I ate like a queen in college I know I had Chick-fil-a and Panda Express and Starbucks like weekly it was great I literally never went to the cafeteria I didn't like that food but I got all my fast food joints on campus every single week it was wonderful okay so moving on after that I guess we can just go into our current streams of income and then we'll go from there about how we budget, save, how to keep track of expenses, things like that. So currently, like I said, I worked as a bartender throughout my first two years of dental school and then quarantine happened, the bar closed and I was like, okay, well now what? And I knew that everything was going to kind of change. So 
that is when I started looking at actually trying to make money on social media. And Gabby was like, okay, your numbers are definitely there to start making money for your posts. Like sponsored posts shouldn't just be free product anymore. And then I was able to sign with the management that we both have. But I wanted to talk about how you can start to make money on social media, even if you don't have the following, for example, like Gabby has. So first off- Or even just not even necessarily make money. Another way you could save money- Oh, yeah. Also, and how we both started. Oh, yeah. So I don't you start and then I'll go into that. Okay. Yeah. So you can join websites such as Aspire IQ or like the social first native. We social native. Use. Social native. Yeah. The very first one. The first one that I actually used and found success on was IntelliFluence, I think is what it's called. And you can work with brands that they. So basically, these websites are a service that show you brands that go through their site to look for people to do Instagram ads or YouTube ads or things like that. And sometimes you can even get free product just for writing like an Amazon inter- or an Amazon review. So this is how I started doing brand deals. And then you can start, start to build your portfolio and other brands then want to work with you. We talk a little bit about this in our social media episode. So go over and listen to that if you haven't already. But I wanted to dive more in depth of how you can start making money from a very small or like she said, free product. So another thing is I'm say, a yeah. Boohoo brand I, ambassador. So now yeah. I get a free clothing voucher every month. So that's something that, yes, I'm not making direct cash, but it's saving me money because I don't have to go buy new clothes. And that's even from, that was like the first thing I did when I started growing a social media following. I came across a YouTube video and I wish I could find it. I literally, it was like years ago. So I don't even know if I could find it anymore. But it basically was like, this is what you should reach out to brands with. And it was like a whole email format a very professional email that started out with like, hello, my name is so-and-so, I'm from this, I'm a social media influencer, here's some links to some previous collaborations that I've done, I'm very interested in like receiving some of your product in exchange for promoting it on my social media, blah, 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 and then go into like why you are a good influencer to kind of rep their brand and like my whole thing was always I have a following of cheerleaders which a lot of influencers don't have so I'm like helping them reach a whole new audience and then basically it was like a whole professional email with that and I would literally just sit through Instagrams finding different boutiques bathing suit companies makeup brands literally whatever you want send those emails for every like 100 you send maybe you'll get three responses but it takes like what five minutes to copy and paste that same email to everyone and it's just little things like that that you can save money on by getting free product in return for posting it on your social media even if you don't have a large following so that's kind of going into now before i get into my streams of income my expenses are very minimal now because i am the same as her i get free clothes monthly um i'm getting pr stuff so i don't really need to spend money on like makeup or skincare or anything like that that my only expense besides rent is honestly food that's like the only thing and even with that like I work with HelloFresh every now and then that saves me money on food so it's just like reach out to companies that you would already use because it's a huge tool to help you save money that we're all on Instagram we're all on TikTok like might as well if you start posting and taking it seriously and you're starting to gain a following might as well use that to your advantage and brands would love a lot of times brands would prefer to work with small creators because you have like a more genuine following Mm mm-hmm that that's like really important to them so definitely start there that's a huge tip on saving money before you actually get to the point of making money but my streams of income now are 
Um, so the presets is definitely one of my biggest ones, but I also put a lot of work into those. So I'm very thankful that those pay off and it's something that I use literally every single day. So I'm so glad you guys love them as well. And then it goes into sponsorships next, which depending on whatever platform that is, obviously is a different rate. And then there's the money from ads on YouTube. Now there's the creator fund on TikTok. So I'm getting paid for every TikTok view. And then... I even can get paid certain like just like random little things like affiliate links if I'm linking products on my social medias a lot of the time it's like a specific link where I can get a commission from that store so it's not like it charges you guys anymore it's just like that store is giving me like a certain percentage for bringing more audience to their website so that's another one um trying to think of other ones um certain brands just send me clothes and then pay me to send them pictures that they can promote on their social media so that I don't even have to post just a whole but literally it ranges from everything and I'm very thankful that it's my job and it is a very well-paying job but it's also scary because month to month is completely different even week to week is completely different like I don't have a set this is how much I'm getting paid per hour per this like it's it's kind of scary because you don't know what your month is going to look like what your year is going to look like but luckily everything is still on the come up for me and I'm very thankful for that but those are my oh and then outside of social media I also work at the gym which is another stream of income but I honestly that's just like my spending food money I don't even consider that like my real job if we're being honest just because that's so fun to me okay so now for me like I said I was working at the bar I got a little sidetracked there um, so that built up a lot of my savings um, over the past couple years and then the pandemic happened and I couldn't work there so that is when I started figuring out how I can use my social media to try and grow and make money before I get into that though I want to say we make zero dollars from this podcast um, yeah if you've <laughs> noticed yet. we don't have ads obviously that's something we'd love to do but our focus for starting this podcast was not to make money it's just because we enjoy chatting with each other and with you guys and we love podcasts. So that's why we started this. So this is currently not a stream of income. However, it can be for other people. So that is something um, like she was saying, the presets. I also now have a preset pack with Gabby. So that is a small stream of income. I haven't made any money from it yet because we just keep it all in one account and I haven't like <laughs> withdrawn anything. So it almost feels like more of an investment than anything. But we worked on the Italy preset pack together. So I get a portion of that. Um, for a little bit there, Gabby over pandemic was doing the zoom stretching classes and mm -hmm. I coordinated all of those and did the emails. So I was making a little bit from that. And then aside from that, now that we have management, they take, so basically our social media management takes a portion of whatever they get for us for brand deals. Now, with that being said, they are able to negotiate rates with brands a lot easier than we are as individual creators. So it's in our mind very worth it to sign with them because we're getting it's uh, better I'm, brands if i'm being honest i was pretty much getting scammed before i signed with man yeah it's crazy on sponsorship money it's, it's like crazy night yeah. and day difference we didn't know our worth at all and so when we were our, like negotiating with brands plus we're like oh cool anything is better than nothing because we're like this mm -hmm. is great but realistically it is a lot of freaking work to do content for a brand so you should be compensated for that and Signing with management now, we've realized that our rates should be higher and they're able to do that for us as well as reach out to brands that they have contacts with that we might not even be able to get in the conversation with. So that has been wonderful and I'm still very new to that, but that has, I'm starting to get things in the works with them as well. And then 
before I signed with management, I was trying to reach out to brands just individually, either through Instagram or through email. I set up a business email, put the contact on my Instagram, and certain brands would reach out either for product or for very small payment. I'm going to be completely transparent. I just started making payment through brand deals because, like Gabby said, I was sort of getting scammed in the past. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But... That's why websites such as IntelliFluence, Social Native, Aspire are so great because they have algorithms to sort of tell brands like, hey, this is what you're worth. They're still underestimating you as a creator, I've found, compared to what management is. But it's so nice because you can, they kind of do the negotiating originally for you in a way by putting out rates that they think that you should be asking for. And then you can apply to a bunch of brands at once. They tell you if they want to work with you. There's deadlines set up, things like that. So that is one way to also get your name out there and start working with other brands. And then you can build a portfolio to show brands when you reach out on your own. But that is that. YouTube, I just started making AdSense money. I think I've made a total of 86 cents. TikTok, (laughs) same deal. I think I've made $3. But, you know, every little bit counts. That's a coffee. So fine with that. I can't believe TikTok Live is the coolest thing ever. I also... I feel bad because I understand that these people are spending their money, but I think it's so cool that they can like gift you. And that's why I make sure anyone that gifts me, I follow them back. But that's honestly another stream of income, which is so crazy that you can get paid to just go live on TikTok and just engage with your followers. It's something I love to do. I know it's something that my followers love and they always say that I'm like one of the only creators that they join their lives that I actually engage with their followers, which is so weird because why would you go on live and not talk to like, what else are you doing on live? If you're not talking to your followers, I don't know. But I love to do that. And that's like another thing, which TikTok is honestly just such an amazing platform. And it's so easy to grow an audience. So I think that's if you also want to start in social media, I think that's a great place to start is starting with TikTok. And through there, like I've gained so many Instagram followers from my TikTok. So I think that's honestly the easiest platform to grow on right now. If you're looking to start. And it's also a great way if you are starting like a small brand, a small business, like I make so many TikToks about the presets and luckily those ones always get like a decent amount of views and it's just a great way to like reach a new audience for your product. If you are selling something, if you have a little Etsy shop, whatever the case is, like I feel like so many people have so many talents that you don't realize could be commissioned and honestly there's no better time than right now than to start putting your passions into works and start making start a money small off of business mm-hmm. and tiktok's a great way to reach a new audience yeah so i've seen a lot of people now through tiktok showing like different things they make or even etsy shops with simple things as we use the app procreate you can make graphic design templates and things like that sean just got home and he just started his own small business which is very exciting so he's gonna start selling products we're not gonna get too much into it right now but look forward to that we'll of course promote it on the podcast instagram so you guys can see but if you're in between jobs or you're looking for a job or applying for jobs and you don't know what to do, just start, like if there's anything that you're good at creating or think about your strengths and you can probably make money off of it. You can turn almost any hobby into some sort of business. So find something you love and just run with it. I don't know, I feel like Even especially- something that other people can do, like the presets, yes, I know that everyone has the ability to make them for free. Fully aware of it, how do you think I made them? But it's something that saves people so much time. It saves me so much time and so much effort. A lot of people don't know the research behind presets and everything. So think of something that you're just really good at that comes easy to you that maybe doesn't for other people and 
like know your worth. You can on that. totally, yeah. You can totally set a price to it. Try to help out others by making it more readily available. Like people are selling their iOS four, iOS fourteen. Is that is that yes. iOS four? What are we on? Fourteen. 14. <laughs> their iOS fourteen like home screen backgrounds. Another thing I forgot about is Poshmark is another stream of income. Not like crazy, but I sell my old cheer clothes, my old clothes every now and then, which also goes into another way to save is like thrifting and using yes. little coupon things on websites like using honey we'll get into that in a second specifically but thrifting facebook marketplace poshmark those are all awesome ways to not only make money but then save money as a consumer so going to thrift shops for clothing or for furniture and redoing them or selling things that you don't use on facebook marketplace great way to make some extra cash in 2020 as well as things like DoorDash delivery. Like if you want to be a DoorDash driver or something like that, you can make some serious money right now because people don't want to leave their house. So just like odd jobs like that, there's a lot as well. But do you want to pop into little money-saving tips and apps and websites and things like that like you started to say? I would love to. I don't use any apps. I don't. Technically, like, Honey is an app. More. Well, yeah, but like for budgeting-wise, I honestly... I don't do anything. I don't write anything down to budget. My mom honestly handles all my finances still. She has access to all of my accounts. But what kind of just got a little switched up is now I am a, I'm not just like an individual anymore. Like me, myself is a business now. So I have like two separate accounts. So I am starting to have to budget in ways of like what is considered a business expense, what is considered a life expense, like what card do I have to bring out when I'm at the grocery store, like little things like that. But for overall budgeting, my mom handles most of my expenses just because she's honestly just kind of like my second manager. Um, but little things, well, let's just stick with budgeting right now. What do you do for budgeting? So I used to have the app called Mint. I don't have it anymore just because I didn't find myself using it as much, but that's a good budgeting app. Since I have had my own apartment, I've used an Excel spreadsheet to keep track of all of the rent, utilities, bills, things like that for myself and a roommate, which was Maddie, or now it is Sean. So because we split the bills, I keep everything straight on an Excel spreadsheet so that I can keep track of, you know, what our bills are every month and how much we're each paying and just make sure that everything's paid at the, at the right time and things like that. So just a free Excel spreadsheet. Um, I use the Notion app now to keep track of finances, which is like a little desktop app. I use it for everything, honestly, now. But that keeps track of my expenses on a little, like, I don't know what you want to call it, like a tab or a page. Um, as far as keeping track of tip money when I was a bartender, I love the free app called Just the Tip. And you can put in your tip money every single day for what times you worked and it keeps track and tells you like your weekly average your monthly average it was phenomenal so if you make tips at your job I highly recommend getting that app to keep track of like trends and tips and how much it's, you're expected to earn and things like that um I think that's about it other than honey the honey extension is free I wish we were sponsored by honey if you're listening honey sponsor us because we both use it all the time but we have the desktop version where you literally go on a website you put stuff in a cart and honey will pop up and automatically put any coupons that it finds for free and save you money pretty much every single time I buy something honey yeah. has at least a little bit of a discount so that is a huge money saver and then good old-fashioned coupons baby I still use Arby's coupons every time I go Tim Hortons <laughs> coupons they come in the mail and I use them Bath and Body Works I love coupons so that is that <laughs> I um don't use coupons I 
don't even think I get any in the mail, so that's kind of rude. But basically, my only monthly expenses are rent, internet, water, which is like included. Obviously, like my electricity. Obviously, those like utilities happen every single month. Other than that, I would say obviously my groceries, which I even barely go grocery shopping. And then my occasional, I would say I eat out. Well, by eating out, I mean I get it delivered because I don't go anywhere. Um, Like two, maybe three times a week. I have been getting really good at like planning out I will eat at home these days I will let myself order a meal in on these days so I'm not spending like so much money on food I would say that's my besides like utilities and rent food is my biggest expense every single week or every single month other than that because I am so fortunate to be an influencer and I get clothes for free every month I get all these products for free I would say I don't have an expense outside of like food maybe like once every other month like cloud. I really don't well yeah okay cloud he's still on his like puppy plan right now at the vet so that's a monthly bill of like not very much like $30 I think no even less than that um but like that's honestly it I everyone always asks like how I have money to afford like my designer products but even then I own a Cartier ring a Tiffany necklace a Louis Vuitton ring and a Louis Vuitton wallet like that's all I have right I think I don't like know don't. we both we both um paid for our cars like off so we don't have car mm-hmm. payments which I think is really nice and that's why I'm nervous about upgrading to a different car because I love that my car's paid off and I don't have to worry about paying it every month um but oh yeah well that was my biggest expense I did pay for my car completely by myself and I paid yeah. that off so that was a huge expense but other than that like I don't for the amount of money coming in I'm really good about saving it and I hardly ever treat myself on big expenses so I would say if you are having trouble budgeting and I would say do little things like anything you can to save money who cares if someone judges you for bringing coupons to the grocery store or to Arby's like do everything you can to um, save money and then pick an amount every month that you move to your savings or whatever the case is because I feel like if you don't either like write it down or like make a conscious decision that you are doing x amount every single month it's so much harder to bring yourself to like saving that and not spending that money so apps like mint are actually bless you sean are actually designed so you can put in your own amount so it divides your expenses it hooks up to your account and divides your expenses into like clothing restaurants um and like stuff like that and as well as your income and you can set an amount and it'll give you a reminder like hey you're almost at your monthly amount like don't go spend money on that fast food because you set an amount and you don't want to so that is really nice and then as far as I literally just blanked out like completely blanked out of what I was saying I had a whole nother a whole nother thing (laughs) And I don't know what I was going to say. Oh, saving like amounts and things like that. I know they have like spreadsheets online for budgeting. But if you just think in your head, I am going to put all of this. I, in my mind, this is how my brain works. I'm putting all of this into savings and then a small percentage I get to spend. Instead of, oh, I have to save this instead of spending. It's like I get to save this. It's a luxury to save money. So that when hard times come, for example, for a lot of people, it was the pandemic you have that savings and it's like a luxury to have. So think of it in a positive mindset and not like, oh, I have to save this money up. I don't get to spend it because you will thank yourself for it later. But going off of that in undergrad, 
So I am a frugal person. I have very cheap taste as far as food and pretty much everything. Activities like I love a good bargain. But when I was an undergrad, I was so frugal to the point where it was like really, really bad. It used to stress me out so bad if I like wanted Arby's. But I was like, no, I don't need to go spend money on food because I have food at home. And I'm definitely better about that now. I still would rather eat at home than spend money on food. But I used to be so bad where I literally would see like how little I could spend at the grocery store and still like make it through the week. (laughs) But I think that's why I have a lot of savings because I am such a frugal person. But it was it was unhealthy to the point in undergrad where like I used to call my mom and sister and be like, guys, I really want this. And they're like, yeah, it'd be like something like a three dollar item. (laughs) Right. It would not be like some thousand dollar luxury item. It would be like a twenty dollar pair of jeans like. I really I don't have any jeans that fit me like I really need a pair of jeans but I just don't think we're like Lexi really whereas today I just bought a new pair of jeans online so everybody be proud of me yay um so yeah I also make a list in my phone if there's something I want instead of just impulsively getting it I'll put it in the list right like maybe why in the moment I want it this is something I've newly done and then if I still want that in like a week or two and it's not like an urgent thing I need to buy then I'll look at it again. And if it's something that I'm still interested in, I'll buy it. But instead of just like impulsively buying something and then a week later, like not touching it and being like, why don't I buy this? That's another way to sort of look at spending money and things like that. Yeah, I always make sure if there's an expense that I've been thinking about, I'll contemplate it for a solid like month, if not even more. And if it's something that I still want, I'm still like leaning towards buying, then like... I can justify it by it wasn't just like a one-time super impulsive thought that I wanted it and I never will touch it again. I make sure it's something that I'll use. Like I just bought a pair of expensive shoes. I will say my Jordans were very pricey, but it's something that I've literally been talking about for like at least two months now. I have so many outfits picked out. So even though it was like an expensive item, I know that I'll get a lot of wear out of it and I'm really excited for them. But... I don't ever really spend my money on something just because I make sure that I like really plan out I really think about it I know it's going to be worth the money and then I finally make a purchase so the last little topic I want to talk about is taxes and I wanted to talk about this because one Gabby had a very lovely awakening being an independent contractor or like running her own business and source of income with taxes but without but also, being I wasn't technically a business yet I was literally just a self-employed individual and it screwed me over especially hearing also, how Trump paid $750 one year in taxes yeah no mine is a disgrace another reason I wanted to bring taxes up is because I have always done my own taxes because I've worked like how do I put it like jobs where they give you a w-2 and then you can import that and it's very easy because they're very like cut and dry state taxed federally taxed jobs and so I use TurboTax I've used it for a couple years now I've done my own taxes you can literally import your w-2s by like typing in a couple numbers and it puts all of the information in there for you I actually did Sean's taxes this way that year and it saved him a bunch of money so if you can and you know how it walks you through every step it's very easy like that's what I did for taxes now obviously it's very different for Gabby because she has so many different like little things that go into it doing social media so she has an accountant correct 
I do have an accountant. His name is Matt. He's a fun guy. And <laughs> he, he helps her with her taxes, but she had a lovely rude awakening where she had to shell out so much money in taxes because doing your own independent work, you don't get taxes taken out right away, so you have to pay them back later, and that was fun for her. <laughs> Literally, like, lots of money thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars at the end of the year that yeah. sucked to all come out at once but we have so there are that. downsides to doing social yes. media <laughs> obviously like I still made a lot more than I obviously had to spend in taxes but it's just it was a huge chunk of money to come out at once that it did not make me very happy but now we kind of like learned that the hard way we I'm a business now so a lot more is counted as an expense and you just get taxed differently as a business so I'm not going to get screwed over completely this year we're also doing like I don't know if it's monthly a retirement or quarterly. fund I hope well that too yes but just like we're doing it monthly or quarterly so not a huge chunk of money is coming out at one time nice. so it's like a little bit every now and then so it's not like terrible but yeah that was rough that was a big ugh, reality check let not even just uh, it was awful when we found out I mean like we obviously knew all year that it was gonna happen but just yeah weigh your options out if you're doing something self-employed look at the benefits of taxing a different way because you don't want to screw yourself for all you guys and gals out there with student debt i feel you there i completely forgot to mention this but oh yeah i was gonna make this so gabby was lucky enough to have scholarships fund her um undergrad and i think that is a huge way to save money there are so many scholarships Absolutely. that go unclaimed every year I know applications suck. I know writing essays That's actually, suck. honestly, another way I got paid throughout college is I had scholar like a huge amount of scholarships and then like on top of that, like a little bit of financial aid. And I ended up actually getting refund checks every single semester from school that were like a decent amount of money that I know is huge at FIU. Almost every single student gets a refund check. So another thing is honestly, save your money when you're choosing a college. FIU compared to Lexi's college was night and day difference in expenses. Yeah. I got in-state tuition because I lived here a year before. Like it was just honestly a huge way to save money by going that way instead of going to a huge school. Yeah. So my school is very expensive and dental school is insanely expensive. Like if I told you the amount of student debt I'm in, you'd probably cry for me, which I appreciate. But I know that the payout will be worth it eventually. It's just that is something that I'm going to have to start doing upon May of 2022 is paying back my student debt and that's something that scares me but I know that I'm not one to live above my means so I just will take out a big chunk of my paycheck for a while and pay off my student debt but that is something like I said applications go like unclaimed every single year so take the time fill out applications you never know if you're gonna get it sometimes literally one person applies for certain scholarships just google it and there's a million on the internet and you never know you could save some money that way so for all of my college people out there it's rough but you say, will get also, through it <laughs> financial aid just opened up on october 1st it is october 3rd when we're filming this it'll be like the fifth i think when it goes up if you have not fill out your, FAFSA. your financial aid <laughs> yes go do that now because i know that's first come first serve and that's a huge thing that helped both of us out in college and i mean we're not even going to get into college expenses the fact that it goes based off how much money your parents make even when your parents aren't paying for college but it's insane even in professional yeah. school, I'm like, okay, well, I'm funding I'm funding all of this. Why do you care what my parents make? But yeah. 
that is pretty much it do you have any other topics about money if you guys have any questions or want us to do a part two as always comment on our podcast instagram that is the best place to get a hold of us regarding anything the podcast and it's kind of like our way to chat with you guys about each episode so if you ever want to talk about an episode we do a post for every single episode leave a comment Mm -hmm. and chat and you guys can chat with each other on there too i like i've seen other podcasts have a facebook group but i don't use facebook that much so i feel like our instagram is a good way to like cultivate that community that we have of listeners out there so yeah my biggest piece of advice with this whole topic of money is find a way to turn your passion into a job even if it's just a side hustle right now which i hate the word side hustle it should be like side passion project like find a way where you can turn something that you're just really talented at that comes easy to you that you just really enjoy doing you can pretty much capitalize on anything now. Like anything you could think of, I'm sure you could sell feet pics. Do it. You I have was the just best looking say, feet. You can sell if feet If you picks. have the best looking feet on the internet, you better be selling feet pics. Listen, so OnlyFans, those people are making bank right now. I'm not to say I'm envious of those people, but like if you're confident in that way and that's something you want to do, go do it. You already know there's men out there, there men, women, whatever it is, that are going to pay for that. And if that's something that you want to do, just do it. Find something that like, yeah, you just love doing. And it's going to, most of the time I've seen that when you really put your passion into something, it's going to pay off a lot more than you probably expect it to because there's so many other people that just will appreciate that and just will engage with that. And you'll find like a genuine audience of people that you should be targeting. And it just, it's going to be the best thing ever because it's not even going to feel like a job if it's something you truly enjoy doing. And then it's just social media is just such an amazing tool now that there's so many ways to make money for literally anything that that is just my biggest piece of advice is find a way to turn your little passions into a job all right so here comes the time of the episode where i give you guys a little shameless plug if you have not already please go leave us a rating on the apple podcast app give us five stars if you're willing obviously we'll accept any rating but it really helps us out with the podcast and getting it out to other people as well as if you don't have apple podcast or if you want to do something else just share your favorite episode on your instagram story or send it to a friend because that is how we grow and are able to provide cool guests and hopefully discount codes and things like that for you in the future but i'm going to read our most recent review from daniela on the podcast app and it says absolutely love it this podcast i love it so much as a girl growing going through tough times and not really having a hype man or advice giver this podcast is really something to look up to honestly once i get a bunch of loads of work done or once i have a bunch of loads of work to do and music at the moment isn't really working for me i always head to this podcast and it really feels like i'm just in a group conversation I love it and I'm a big fan. Thanks to you guys because I get so much advice from this and it helps a lot. So thank you. Thank you, Daniela. We love that. This is what we want to do. We just chat with each other and we want it to feel like you're chatting along with us. That's what I do when I listen to podcasts. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much. And we want to say we're very grateful to all of you guys. We can't thank you enough for all the sweet messages that you send us about the podcast because this is our little baby. It's our little passion project that we started just for fun from the ground up so thank you yeah, guys hopefully so, so hopefully much. one day we'll be able to include this in our streams of income <laughs> we're we're working on it but even then it's just something that we really love doing we love getting to, to connect with you guys on this level and we just have so much fun doing it so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode it was a little less lighthearted, a little bit more informational just kind of talking through something that we get asked all the time so we wanted to share that hopefully it helped And hopefully you guys got some new tips and you feel motivated to go 
out there and find something that you really enjoy doing that is going to pay off and just kind of make your life a little less stressful when it comes to money yes and with that being said thank you listening thank you listening oh my gosh (laughs) thank you for listening to this week's episode of chicken Chicken noodle scoop Scoop. bye whores out (laughs)